Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Firsties. I'm your host, Mila. So I'm pretty excited for this episode. Um, before I get, get even started, you guys already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to give thanks to all of my supporters, everyone who's listening. The last couple of videos have been doing really well, especially episode 15 with Nebs. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, please do. Thank you for all the love and support. Um, I've also gotten a couple questions um, that we will be answering at the end of this episode called Firsties Corner. So check out for that at the end of this episode. But I have a very special guest. I have Nick Barahona. 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 Um, he is a content creator like myself. Um, he's a foodie like myself. He's a student athlete. Now that's where we are a little bit different. Um, <laughs> and you graduated from VCU. Correct. Um, I did a deep dive on your social media. Okay. The one thing that I really, really resonated with is your graduation photo um is because okay as you know that the the podcast is called first is about the first gen experience and i saw how um your graduation photo was full of just your family yes yes. yeah so i'm very close with my family yeah um they're one of my biggest supporters um you know which is lovely to say um because you know not all the time you know you see like 100 percent of the time like family members even if they're your family Maybe not being supportive or maybe they're just not there. Yeah. Um, so I'm blessed to have like a family that supports the hell out of me, loves me. Uh, am I allowed to say? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Supports the hell out of me, supports me and everything that I do. And I've always been very close with my family. Um, that Whether that's like my grandma, uncle, aunt, mom, dad. Um, and so I'm just blessed to have that. And so, yeah, the pictures that you see are just like friends and family that yeah. are have always been there in my entire life and are just like make me who I am and the person that I am. And I'm just grateful to have them, honestly, because they, they make me. I mean, they, they're the reason why I'm, you know, the person that I am today, passionate, um, the drive that I have, learning everything from, especially like my mother. I have a huge connection with her and she's like my best friend. So I'm just grateful for her. Yeah, that's so beautiful. That's really, and he's really on social media, always like consistently posting, but that's the one thing that resonated with me. And, um, so the backstory is, um, Nick actually reached out to the podcast and was like, Hey, I would love, love your content. I'd love to come on, which thank you. That was very sweet of you. Um, and then my producer is also my cousin. Ruth is good friends with him and was like, Oh yeah, for sure. Have Nick on. Um, and so I'm, thank you so much for being coming on the podcast. Um, I already can tell that we're going to have a great conversation because it really is that first gen experience. And just the other day I was on, um, TikTok and like we all are. Yeah. Um, and there was a quote that came up that said, which I wanted to bring up on this episode cause I knew we were going to get into like our love for our parents and family. Um, it was, where would we be without our mother's prayers? Um, and to, to your point exactly, um, with the first gen experience, a lot of it comes from like, I remember you talked about um, seeing Neb's episode, how we talked about we were one decision away from a completely different life. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it has to do with like it stems from like our parents' sacrifice. Um, now you recently graduated from VCU. Yes. You were also a student athlete. Yes, I played soccer at VCU all four and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I also saw you, you saw on your social media that you're also a stellar student, um, which is, I know, st- very tough to be a student athlete as well as that. So can you walk me through, like, did you always play soccer and that was always the goal or? Yeah. So I'm a big sports guy, but mm-hmm. soccer has always been something that I played ever since I was able to start walking. Um, so I like the love for soccer that I have has been the same all the years. So 
been playing ever since I was young. And when I was younger, I was a little bit more, I was always tall, but I was a bit more chubbier. Um, but nonetheless, I knew at that time, you know, I was like trying out for teams when things got serious, maybe in like, when I was like eight years old, trying out for like travel teams. And these are like the teams that if you don't know, like what travel is, it's like the teams that you try out for, like in the county, in the area that you're part of. And mm -hmm. it's like a selection base. So you try out, go to a practice and then the coaches select you. But I wasn't too good during that time. And so I didn't make it my first year. And I was heartbroken about it, especially at that age, because I wanted to be a professional soccer player. Right. And, you know, like the rejection at that young age, it sucked. But it also. You How know, old were you? I was probably eight that time, the first oh, okay. year. Okay, got it. So that's third grade. Um, second year comes around. Oh, actually, no. So after I didn't make it, um, there were so many kids. Oh, so I grew up in Arlington. So I tried out for Arlington ASA. And there were so many kids in the area. I mean, it, the con county continues to grow. But there were so many kids that they actually ended up making like a D team. So there's an A, B, and C team. So I ended up making this new, like new team just because like they didn't have, or they like had so many kids, they just put another team together, made the D team. Um, obviously, like I was grateful to be a part of that team, but still like really wanted to strive for like, you know, obviously the A team, the number one right. team, because it's like number one, you know, yeah. and you want to be like the best, especially like when you have your friends making teams and you're not, it's just, that sucks. Yeah. Um, and I would say though, I just remember like so specifically having that feeling where it's like, okay, I am not, you know, obviously where I want to be, but I do believe in myself. And that's always like kind of been in me, which has like been lovely to see throughout the years, like transcend. Because like during that time, I was like so upset and so just like mad. But I knew that like if I continued to work and like for some reason, I under understood the fact like, okay, if I put in the work and I have like so many years ahead of me, I'm going to be able to beat out all these kids and be better than all these kids down the road. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And that's sort of like what happened, like for maybe like 95% of the kids who were better than me and on the, the higher teams above me, I ended up, you know, playing in college and like no disrespect to them. It's just like for me, like how I felt during that time. And I guess that's just like kind of uh, an example for anybody who like feels like maybe they're not at the place they want to be. I mean, time, time goes on as long as you're able to, you know, believe in yourself, which I think is very important. Obviously, I had like my parents that were very supportive in mm -hmm. me. I think that's a really important part, just that, you know, like not to worry so much about the now. Obviously, it's important to be present, but also know that, you know, things that you do, if you're intentional, can really change where the place that you're in. Um, and I think that's very important. And it's interesting seeing that um, at such a young age or being in that place at such a young age. But yeah, so I've been playing soccer ever since I was little and I was able to play in high school um, for Bishop O'Connell. I went to a private school, a Catholic school in Arlington, Virginia. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got recruited by VCU. And so after I graduated high school in 2018, I was at VCU until uh, 2018 to 2022 playing. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. So um, part of like a common thread that comes with first gens is our worth ethic. So mm -hmm. that's something I wanted to touch on. Where do you think that stems from for you? Like, was it the feeling of almost like the rejection when you were younger and you're like, I'm just going to work harder? Was oh, it no, the support of your parents? It was my parents for sure. My mother, like my whole family is great, but my mother just... The person she is has yeah. really just inspired me, like even today, like throughout my entire life. She's someone, so my grandparents moved here from um, Bolivia yeah. from my mom's side. Maybe around when they were like 18 and like 21, my grandfather was maybe like 21, 22. My grandma was like 18, but they had already had all three of their kids back in Bolivia. So my mom, my uncle, and my aunt stayed while they came here okay. in D.C. originally. So they pulled up to D.C. Um, and lived here for like two years. And then my mom came. 
my aunt and my uncle came and then they moved to Arlington and then that's um, I was born in Falls Church but they have my grandma um, grandma's house is located in Arlington and that's where I grew up most of my um, I guess earlier years because I went to school in Arlington mm -hmm. but yeah so my mom came when she was like maybe like seven or eight years old but this woman is incredible she ended up oh my god she, she's just amazing she ended up doing really good in school she went to college she had me when she was graduating and no she had me after graduation and while she was um, applying to grad school had me during grad school working after school and went to harvard or not harvard um howard actually oh wow and so she was doing howard and she she did a social work program Very impressive there school yeah yeah um and thankfully, I had my dad who would take care of me and my grandma. So I'd be at my grandma's house a lot. But my mom is honestly just like someone who has, like, I was able to see it firsthand. And I, I mean, a lot of kids maybe not, uh, might not be able to like see that. And it might just be something they're blind to. But I don't know. I just was so close to my mom and like loved her so much. I would definitely yeah. say I'm a mama's boy, even to this day. That like I did recognize everything that she was doing. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated it so much, especially that age. And I just had so much love for her. And even, like, to this day, like, just seeing all the accomplishments she's made, like, buying her own house in, like, Arlington and now, like, Falls Church. Like, she's a boss. A boss. She's amazing. Sounds like a boss. And I tell her, like, yeah, she is. Yeah. And I tell her every time, like, something comes around when I'm doing something, I, an accomplishment or something, it's always just, like, stems from her, like, the person she is and being my mother. And I couldn't be more happy. That's very, very sweet. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same exact way. I would not be where I am without both my parents, but specifically seeing my mom, um, the sacrifice and just the worth ethic alone, I, it just motivates you to even work harder. Um, I don't even think I have the capability of paying her back as far as yeah. everything she's done, um, but I'm gonna try my best. Yeah. I'm gonna try my best. Yeah, yeah. My, I always say moms are God's gift to us, for sure. Aren't they amazing? Hands down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're literally the best. I love you, mommy. Yeah. Okay, um, so. Now let's switch over into, you're a foodie, which yeah. means we're like besties because truly, especially in, in our cultures, which I know we come from different cultures, but it's very much similar in the sense, there's a common thread between like, like the food, the spices, the music, the faith, the family, yeah. like it's a, like, I'm sure you come from a big family, you know what yes, I mean? Like yes. we all do. Yeah. We come in numbers. Yes. Um, again, when I saw your graduation photo, it was like, I kept on swiping. It was yeah. different family members. I was like, oh yeah. my God, he had an entire posse pull yeah. up to his no, graduation, 100%. which is amazing. Only way to do it. <laughs> um, so you're a foodie and part of your content is food reviews, yes. which you really love doing in your city, which is Arlington. Yes. So it actually, yeah, Arlington, yeah. um, because I'm, yeah, this is where I grew up and everything, but I started in Richmond. So that con my, my food page and my reviews all started yeah. in Richmond, Virginia, which VCU is located in. Yeah, which yeah. is a great place to start because there's so much going on there. Um, yeah, like the food is insane. I, I always tell everyone this. Yeah. Richmond, yeah, in terms of the art, diversity, everything, the food, the people... I think Richmond is one of the coolest and best cities in America. I agree. Fully believe that in terms I, of just like everything that I stated. Yeah. I love it so much. It's yeah. honestly just, oh my God. For everyone that is watching this or hearing this, highly recommend you go check out Richmond. Some of the best food. And you can find almost all all types of food there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great. It's not so huge like DC or New York where you feel a little bit overwhelmed, but it's not so like so, so small. It's, I think, the perfect size for anyone that wants to go check it out. Highly recommend. Yeah. Completely, completely agree. Yeah. So you have, I saw you had a podcast called Hungry Thoughts. Yes, I podcast. do. So on there, you mentioned 
uh, kind of like your introduction to what the podcast is. You mentioned mm-hmm. food and soccer has brought me opportunities and experiences that can provide insight for your audience or my yeah. audience is what you said. Yeah. So can you elaborate more on that? Like why food? Uh, we talked a little about soccer, of course. Yeah. But why food specifically? Um, and you've you've even it's not just your culture. You've branched out into um, other like cuisines and delicacies yeah. and treats. So um, why food exactly in food reviewing? Yeah. So my podcast and what you just stated right there in terms of like food and soccer, like those are two things that I'm probably like most passionate in. Um, I've always loved food, even yeah. before like Snapchat and Instagram and all. This, I would always be like taking pictures of my food and just to have it and. I can correlate food and I do correlate food to just, again, like family. Yeah. My mom cooking for me when I was growing up. Oh, mom's and cooking like, is. And <laughs> I know, right? No, like it's the best. Unmatched. Yeah. And, you know, like being younger, going to family events, having my grandma and my mom and just like people from the family cook and all the food, just like being amazing, spending time with my cousins. Like I relate all this stuff to this, like having my cousins spend the night, being able to see all my family members, joke, laugh, be up until like three, four or five a.m. You know in the morning. it, you know it. Yeah, like the parents will be like drinking or like dancing and like the kids will be just like playing video games. Yeah, and, like, hanging or falling out, asleep. Playing t- yeah, exactly. No, yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Falling asleep and then getting woken up by your parents, yeah. like mom or dad carrying you to the car. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. And then you have the soccer aspect. Been playing ever since I was young, always wanted to um, be a professional soccer player. Um, something that I love and enjoy doing. Um, and so that are just two things that, you know, have really cultivated like everything that's in my life and made me who I am. And so when you have like my food reviews, when I started, um, it's just like something that I feel like now to this point, after playing college, after playing my, in my entire life, like playing soccer, starting my review page during COVID to where it's at now, I just feel like for my podcast, I've had, like I said, a lot of experiences and have like, had certain experiences that have been really cool i think to share for anyone that is like let's say you're just a soccer player cool i can relate to you on what it's like to get benched for a game not to play Mm -hmm. or like an injury like the mental aspect behind that of like not being able to make uh, an impact on the game when you really want to team and you want to win and then you have like the food side where it's like what is it like getting invited to like a private event what is it like working with like a company what is it like working with any like any restaurant like how does it work like what are the cool experiences like what is it like you know when someone asks you like what your rates are and stuff like that like on a post or something getting sponsorships for like a podcast and stuff like that right and so it's like a bunch of stuff like that where i've had the love it just started with love for food um love for soccer and then it just happened to become playing in college happened to become doing a food review and becoming a content creator which wasn't like obviously what i was doing it for i even knew i would end up Mm -hmm. but that's where we're at now and then through that have been experiences and like looking back it's like wow okay yeah it has been how far you've come yeah exactly yeah which is great which is great yeah that's awesome um i have a quick question for you but i'm going to ask this very important question after the break we'll be right back guys All right, guys, we are back on this episode. So the question I wanted to ask you, so we were just talking about how your interests and things that you're passionate about had led you to your content creation and what you're doing today. And I'm guessing you would want to do this full time at some point, like content oh, yeah, creation. 100%. Like it looks like you're having a lot of fun and you genuinely enjoy it. That's, it's been so much fun content creating. For me, it's like every time I take someone out mm-hmm. to like something I get invited to, 
it's always just like there's like oh this is so cool and i'm just like the coolest part about it is not like me getting invited just like me it's like being bringing like my friend my mom anyone just out to eat you know it's like yeah. so cool like i mean what like in all reality like like okay like content creation it's like social media um it's funny because like i have like two different ways like that i look at it one it's like okay social media is like it is what it is but it's at times it can be like sort of like a false reality in terms of like everything you see you only see like the heights and everything mm -hmm. being able to like leverage it and i'm not saying i'm taking advantage of social media because it's something that has like i've been um uh, i guess like invited to or like brought into through like my passions which i think is great and especially like during this time and like with technology and everything being so advanced um i don't mean to get all technical no, yeah. basically like when i look at social media it's like okay i'm posting pictures and videos about food you know what i'm saying and so like it's all great and everything but the fact that i'm able to turn this into something where i'm able to invite you yeah. a friend that i grew up with to go eat for free and get like paid doing all this as well like that's like a blessing within itself yeah and at the same time i just like tell like my friends it's like it's not even like the experience and all the joy that comes from it is like from you like being able to provide this for you yeah um but no it's been uh i already forgot what the question was but um oh yeah no so content creation it's uh it's a blast uh, i can uh it's it's super doing your best to be who you are and being like original like i love finding like a new page that does things that i'm doing but like in a different way completely mm -hmm. and it's just like wow okay i didn't even think about that i that that's awesome that's incredible and it all just comes from you know like authenticity which i think is so important everyone's different everyone has their own little you know like stop yeah. their own like thing which i think is incredible yeah, and when you bring it thing. to the table i think it's awesome yeah and also there's an audience for it whatever you're thinking about doing whoever is listening to this there's an audience for it absolutely what i told um, everyone yeah. yeah um and it's interesting i was just thinking when you were talking about like food and being able to bring like a family member or your mom um it's it's very it sounds like it's very familiar to you because you grew up doing that and something in both of our cultures is like something very special and like amazing happens when you're t when you join together to like break bread with someone mm -hmm. and like i've never been to one of my family gatherings that food and drinks are not like there in like a crazy amount of food yes, you know yes, what i mean and yes, music and things yes. and something special happens when you're able to like eat dinner with someone like in our cultures we take that I don't want to say very seriously, but that's something that's very unique and special to our culture. Oh, I think right? so too. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I mean, yeah, you want to call it like a hospitality and everything, but just like yeah. when I have like friends over, like my mom or like my dad oh or my like God, my grandma, yeah. just like, are you okay? Like, do you want anything to eat? Do you want some of this? And there's always like leftovers in the fridge or something. So like just whipping up something like that. And, you know, like I would say it's like it's hospitality, but like I have had many friends who like are sort of like surprised by that. Same. Um, so, which is, like, interesting, but, like, for us, it's just, that's, like, our culture. Yeah, that's and how lucky we are to experience that type of living. Yeah, exactly. Physical, yeah. Exactly. I, my mom recently went to go visit my brother in Denver, and okay. she, um, we're Ethiopian, and so she went to, like, a, a little mart and got all the spices and herbs that she needed, and she made it, she made, like, an Ethiopian dish um, and delicacy for my brother and his friend who just happened to come over at his house for the first no time. Way, and awesome. he, when I called him, he was like, dude, it was like, it was awesome. Like yeah. they were able to have like a warm meal because my mom cooked it. And it was like, obviously there's enough for like everyone. And I just love that our cultures 
do that. And that's essentially what you're doing on social yes. media as well. Yes. And that's why we like, I mean, yeah, food tastes good and all that, but it's what happens when you get together and you share a drink with someone or share food. Like it's, I can now see I'm piecing together why it just makes sense, why you've it led you to here because you've been doing it all your life, essentially. Yes. And yeah. That's like the thing that I was talking about. So like I like spoke on it earlier, just like that side of social media where like someone's looking at me like, oh my God, like they bring the food out and they're like, like, do you need anything else? And they're looking at me like, man, like, that's, like, incredible. It's, like, for me, maybe I'm just, like, too humble. But, like, I'm just, like, no, like, this isn't, like, anything, like, huge. Yeah. Like, what I'm telling you, like, all I care about is just, like, the fact that you're here right now and, like, being able to provide an experience like you. But, like, me creating content, it's, like, like you said, it's so easy for me because I'm so passionate, like, with the food. And, like, I feel like I'm, like, an outgoing person and, like, I'm really, like, to showcase, like, my creativity and, like, doing things, like, Maybe the way, like, if I'm inspired by something, like, maybe putting my own spin on it or maybe just, you know, coming up with whatever is, like, in my mind and, like, create it into, like, something food. But that takes me into another thing. It's, like, being introduced to social media, you run into businesses in this day and age where they might not be too, like, tech savvy or that good on, like, mm-hmm. social media. And, you know, whether you like it or not, we're moving into an age where you have to have a social presence. Yep. It's crucial. It's the digital age, yeah. It is the digital age. And... That's something that's so cool. Like you go to like a mom and pop or like one of your local restaurants. Food's amazing. The people there might just be a little bit older. It might not be, they might hire someone or they might have like their son or daughter who's like 20 or 30 Mm -hmm. run their social media page. But it's nothing like how you see most pages are starting to be these days. And it's stuff like that where it's like, oh my God, like the food is crazy here. It's like so good. And like, you know, obviously I'm not saying they're doing bad in terms of business, but imagine how much better they'd be doing and so creating that, you know, um, connection, that relationship with them, yeah. creating a video that gets thousands and thousands of views, people come in, uh, you hear from the owner, yeah, um, I just had like uh, tens and f- hundreds of people come in the past like month telling me they came from a video they saw on Instagram, on TikTok. Those are the things that I've been exposed to that have been so, so, so great to experience. Just because like I personally one day, are um, planning to own a restaurant and run yeah. my own restaurant food business. And also just like, you know, going back to, you know, it kind of just reminds me of when I was younger, like going to these uh, uh, like family gatherings and having that food there and just sort of seeing like my grandma or like my grandfather, or, like my aunts or my mom, like cooking food that's like really good. And for them, you know, like it's, it's great food and they're a great person. And just getting that recognition and getting like exposure it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And, and like props to you for giving back to like small businesses and things because they do not get the recognition that they that they need, um, especially when their food is the best out there, but because yeah. they're not on social media or anything. So if you're able to give them some engagement or some traction to their to their doors, that's like that's really, really um, amazing. Coming from a, a, a daughter of a entrepreneur who's a small small business owner, awesome. that means like the world. Yeah, yeah. that means the world. Um, so <clears throat> earlier you mentioned that, you know, you started all this from your interests, like soccer, yeah. content creation, food reviews, being just, just a foodie and all that stuff. And also the love of your mom, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so growing up, did you, um, were you, I feel like sometimes as first gens, um, because we're so much aware of the sacrifice that our parents had we feel as though there's no room to like dabble in a bunch of stuff and like explore Mm -hmm. most of like hone in on this one thing and be stellar at this one thing. 
Um, but it sounds like for you, you were really able to kind of like explore different talents and things. Is that something that was like newer in your life in the last couple of years? Or even when you were playing soccer at VCU, you were also doing like food reviews and content creation and stuff. Yeah, I would say, so when I was growing up, I would say my whole family, mm-hmm. even my mom and dad's side, big like sports people, but especially like on my mom's side, um, the Bolivian side, my grandfather played for the Bolivian national team. My uncle played professionally. Oh, wow. My cousins played. And so, so cool. Yeah. Sports were like a big part of my life. And so I played soccer and I actually played basketball. I'm actually a hooper, I swear. Um, people might not, people don't believe me when I tell them until we get onto the court. But let them know. Yeah, no, I played <laughs> basketball up until like my sophomore year until I had to choose something. So I played my last year of basketball was JV on at O'Connell, which is a big deal, mm-hmm. um, especially for private school. At least it was a big deal for me. Yeah. Being the only Latino kid out there. Um, so that was great. But yeah, no, growing up, sports was a big thing. So that was like a lot. I was like going to a tournament like every weekend. And that was like consistent until I got to high school mm-hmm. when it got more serious college. Um, you could go to, you know, I could fi- I finally realized I was a terrible student, actually freshman year uh at o'connell i like failed like two classes and my mom was like okay and like my mom got so upset my mom was like okay well like i'm gonna tell you this you can continue doing this um and i'm not gonna say anything anymore but i want you to know when all your friends go to a school in like five years you're gonna just be at home with me for the rest of your life um and not being able to play the sport that you love that you say you love playing right then we're gonna see what happens then and after that, that's just like, right. what, especially my mom telling me that like, like I made her like, obviously like this point, imagine like your mom, like, you know, or like, like that imagine parent that. disappointment yeah, is exactly. Lethal. And it wasn't even like upset anymore. I was just like, you know, it was like the disappointment. Yeah, thing. That like, was like the uh, one that got me. That works every time. Yeah. And so changed my ways from there. And then from there, obviously um, did better and then ended up going to VCU. But I would say I was always very, I guess like you could say busy. Um, I always explore different avenues. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be um, sports until I got to college. But even in college, COVID was the thing that really probably opened my eyes into every, everything else. Yeah. I was very only focused on soccer. Soccer's my whole life. Because it's pretty intensive going to big, being a student athlete. I'm sure a lot of student athletes can relate. Um, a lot of pressure, not only to perform um, inside the classroom and on the pitch. Yeah. But there's like a lot of stress that comes into it. It's honestly like a job and at 18, 17, 18 years old to get all that responsibility. It can be very overwhelming. COVID comes around, everything kind of goes on pause and I'm finally able to like soccer gets, gets paused for like a semester or a year. And I'm just like, okay, like who am I outside of sports really? And that's always been like a popular topic throughout like the athletic community for like people who struggle mm-hmm. with once their so- a season is done. Cause a lot of people are blessed to be in college, but even more so to play professionally. For most students, it ends after college. You're not gonna play in a competitive mm-hmm. uh, scene again. And so I kind of really found um, an outlet, which was social media at the time, Instagram. You go back to my Instagram all the way at the bottom. My first like 30, 40 posts are just like pictures. Cause that was before reels were a thing. Yeah. And like I was writing down like until like the max, like until you couldn't write anymore. My caption of like, this is what it looked like. This was my experience. Um, feeling like I was a food critic. Um, and I knew only like one or two people, if I was lucky, were going to read it. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it because for me and that it was so easy to do it. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And so that's kind of where I was able to start everything and see, OK, like, wow, like I'm enjoying this writing. But at the time, I wasn't even noticing. I was just posting on Instagram. And then that turned into a year and a half later, joining my Commonwealth Times, which is the newspaper at VCU, becoming um, 
a staff editor, getting my own column, doing like a Nick's picks. So everything that I was doing on Instagram, essentially just translate that into like a newspaper column. And I was starting to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the content creation reels come out. Now I find out like, now I find myself like editing videos and like, now I start recognizing like trends in like music. Yeah. And then before you know it, I'm a content creator and like realizing like what uh, advertisement is, what strategy is, what marketing is and all that stuff, like what management is. Mm-hmm. And like now here we are, yeah. which, is, which is really cool. Yeah. And that's your journey. That's really, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. And something I feel like sometimes I commend you because sometimes as first gens, we only have like, actually earlier was like, it sounds like you were encouraged to do multiple things, but sometimes we're encouraged to do this one blueprint that works every time, whether it's like being in medicine, being a lawyer, being okay. whatever you, yeah. but what have you. And then, um, because that works every time. Yeah. And if, it, and, and if you want to branch out, if it doesn't look perfect right out the gate, it's not working. And it like, there's no actual definition of like a content creator other than you put content out there, you're a content creator. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Even like earlier when you walked in, um, my podcast might look a certain way, but you're sitting here. It's not that complicated, right? It's not. No. Yeah. It's just, I had to just get out of my head and just start okay, and just so like get you, to my, you had a little bit of, um, uh, it took you a while to get started. There was a little bit oh, of doubt Nick, like, we're starting like four or five years. Okay. Yo, like, so yeah, tell me about that then a little bit. Yeah. So, like. um, I tried my damnness to do, what I thought, this was the thing, is that no one, like, I have wonderful parents, wonderful siblings, family, you already, you know some of my family members, yeah. um, very people. supportive, but I, in my head, thought, oh, when I was younger, these type of people got celebrated, which was these doctors, nurses, nurses EMTs, I tried my damnness to mm. follow that route, yeah. and it just led me to no results, and I was just truly, like, just unhappy, yeah. um, and and then I realized, I, I thought, knowing how I saw my parents grind and how they got results when I saw that they were working really hard. Right. So I thought, Oh, in order to be successful, you have to work hard, which is true. But yeah, I'm working when I'm doing this, but this really comes easily to me, which tells me that this is my God given purpose and talent. Does that make sense? I a hundred percent agree. So I thought that if I'm not like grinding, whether that's physical labor or like, putting my mental health in jeopardy, then I'm not working that hard when some people think this is hard. No, I think like brain surgery is hard. hundred percent. You know what I mean? But I'm not wired that way to, to be, to have the capacity to be able to do that. I just don't think I am. And so, um, that's a tough subject. Honestly, if you think about it, because yeah. what you're saying is I'm sure, you know, have plenty of friends. Cause I have plenty of friends who are doing sort of what their parents, like what, like you said, like, it's like the first, like, certain like you have a job or yeah, like there's it's one high blueprint yeah, yeah there's one blueprint and it's like okay like as the son or daughter it's like like you said you might have like the guilt of wanting you know you see your parents work so hard for you and they give you all these opportunities and now they're telling you to do this and like i don't know you get put at like a hard like place honestly but at the same time like with you you're saying like this is easy for you and like your work ethic is shown like through this yeah. and it's like so much fun to do and so like i don't know it's 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 hard honestly it's tough yeah it's hard because you know, maybe your parents or family, like, they will never get it, you know? Yeah, and and, and thankfully, thankfully, my my family did come around, but it was only because I I learned later that the only person that was in my way was myself. My parents okay. was just essentially, like, just be a kind human being yeah. and work hard. They essentially were like every parent. Your parents just want you to be able to, like, take care of yourself, 
you know, like co- contribute to the, to your community. Like that's essentially it. My parents are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Um, I just got in my own head about it. Okay. So, um, now looking back, everything happens for a reason. I believe I'm supposed to be here now, but, yeah. uh, like vlogging and doing all these things that didn't, um, that I would be inconsistent with or whatever. Cause I'd be in my own head. It's hard. And honestly. It is. No, it it's is. So Cause it, you're essentially, you're your business. You are your brand. So yeah. you have to like motivate yourself. You have to cut your own videos, all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Um, now what I want to ask you was for anyone listening out there, I feel like something that isn't always discussed in our communities is how like truly like, like, you know, my, late grandmother will not understand that i'm sorry wait so you post you take a camera and film yourself and then you put it somewhere and then you get you could have an income from that rather than just like doing something tangible so um the conversation that's not really had is like you can really turn for anyone else turn your passions and what you really love into a job but that's not but again we go back to the blueprint that like there's only one way to be successful and that's just not the case nowadays with social media. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, just like yeah. you said, like the, the, the digital age. Yeah. Like this is, we grew up with like, I remember, I mean, I know the kids now are like growing up with it already in their life, but it was like something that like was adopted into our lifestyle. Like at a young age, like mm-hmm. I remember I was like in elementary school, I think fifth grade and I had like my first iPhone. Like I had Siri. I thought it was the coolest thing. It was when Siri was around. I was like talking to Siri for like the like the the whole what night. What a time to be own. alive! Yeah, no, it was fantastic. And then since then, like you had the iPads and just like technology comes such a long way. Where our parents didn't have that, you know, yeah. it wasn't until they're older, and so they don't understand it. I don't think they ever will. So I do understand that, but I think you and make I, a great point. Yeah, and I don't I don't blame them for not understanding. Imagine growing up then, and you're like, what is yeah. what is this going on? And they had, uh, like my parents made a decision to bring us to this country for a specific reason so then we could move the needle forward as far as like our generation you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like my parents worked their asses off to get my siblings where we are and now truly I think my siblings have a true chance at generational wealth of wealth if we work our ass off right because yeah. coming to this country we don't talk about like people talk about the American dream which is great and I'm grateful for it but there's also a reality of like you know like my parents had uh tough situations happen in this country because of the brown skin that they have or, you know, being yeah. English, not being their first language, yeah. which, you know, upsets me every single time. And there's a reality with that. Um, so I know both of us take their sacrifice like very, very um, seriously. But I do want to touch on in the example that you gave, how you're really turning your passions and your interest into hope you're already an income, but it might, it will be a bigger income in the future. Yes. And that's not like a, that's a tall task to take on you know what i mean no 100 percent. yeah i agree it's um like you said earlier it's kind of just like what i see in social media like you'll you'll get kind of what you put in and mm-hmm. i'm not saying that like you know i'm sure maybe like you can relate like spending like hours on a video that you think is going to perform so well but it just completely tanks but what's funny uh, is that yeah. one of my most viewed videos I probably did like the quickest, like within like 30 minutes or an hour. Always what happens? Over 200,000 views. Yeah. What? What? (laughs) Like I just posted. I didn't even think about it. And then the next day I like, I wake up the next day. I'm like, what? That is so true. Which is like just crazy. And that's what I'm saying about social media. Like when you, it's hard, like obviously seeing like all the numbers and everything. And like, obviously you're going to get the the trending videos. But for me and like kind of what you were saying earlier about like the blueprint kind of to circle it around for me in terms of, um, finding something to do in terms of like a job especially in this digital age being a content creator i think for me it's just like be a good person be consistent 
have like a drive. You're speaking like a dedication, in it. Yeah. And you'll be good. And you'll whatever be good. you're doing. Whatever yeah. you're doing. And what's for you is for you. So like you'll get there exactly, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's yeah. just, that, that's my two cents on it. And yeah. Um, my, yeah, my goal is to continue doing what I'm, what has been really cool is meeting like people like networking and meeting like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like amazing people, whether that's chefs, whether it's like, um, the like the marketing uh, team of like a, a, a social media brand, um, like w- meeting like restaurant owners and all these things, like working, meeting influencers that have like hundreds and thousands of, of, of followers, it's which is crazy. insane. Yeah, there's a huge community. And then maybe I'll get like introduced to something that I didn't know I liked. So maybe that could be like film or. And you will, yeah. Like I got introduced to like writing through like the Commonwealth Times and I did. Um, some contributions to ARL Now here, which is something that I never even like reading the ARL Now, which is an Arlington number one Arlington uh, news outlet. Nice. Like having like five or six articles done with them, like wow. seeing my name on it, having That's like crazy over like ten thousand people view that yeah. article, like it's insane, and yeah. it's just like stuff like that where it all starts like just like my passions, like the food and soccer. Got to like, start somewhere. It, yeah, exactly. It starts somewhere, and just being you and like what back again like the consistency hard work yeah drive. and it's so easy when you're passionate about it things will come it's cake. yeah and yeah like you said it's cake and yeah that's my goal just to continue to keep going i have like things that i know i do want to like accomplish but i try not to like maybe set like a specific goal like there are certain things where like i know i want to at least like reach mm-hmm. it but i think like just like looking back in my life and like the past couple of years kind of trusting that process yeah. and like seeing that and just like trust if I continue, I'll be fine. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back to end the episode with Firsty's awesome. Corner. We'll be right okay. back, guys. Awesome. All right, guys, we are back. Um, so to wrap this episode, you honestly already kind of answered it, Nick, but okay. I'm going to ask it because someone did submit. Okay. Um, so we have Firsty's Corner, which is if you guys ever want to submit, you can follow us on Firsty's Pod. That's Firsty's P-O-D. Um, on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Snapchat. Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, TikTok is Firsties Pod um, or Firsties Pod at gmail.com. You can um, submit your questions. So the question was, what's your advice for someone who wants to do social media, comma, but is Habasha, which is Ethiopian or Eritrean? But we could also just say even Bolivian because honestly, it, we all have that common thread. Yeah. Um, I When I read this, I was like, oh, but what do you mean by but is Habasha? Because I think yeah. already there you're putting a limit on yourself and you shouldn't. I've been there before. I was because yeah. I... I saw on social media that there wasn't really anyone who was doing, having these conversations, you know, on camera or on a mic. And so um, I felt as though because there is not someone out doing that, oh, maybe I'm that person who should do it. Um, I haven't seen someone like yourself being doing food reviews. Yeah. I really haven't. Um, so what is your advice for that person? You kind of already answered it. Like be consistent, yeah. be kind, just be a good person. I, no, I definitely get it. It's like, a lot of it's just starting it, honestly. Um, and then I would say after starting, it's just about being like the uh, one number one thing is consistency, I believe. Oh, my God. Don't worry and about if you're starting. Don't worry about yes. any reviews. Don't worry about likes. Don't worry about comments. Make a goal to hit 10 videos, 20 videos, 30 videos. And I promise you, you're going to be Speak fine. Yes. I promise like you'll be fine. You give me anybody. And it's even like hard for me like to be consistent, just like, you know, with life in general. Yeah. And anything going on. But I promise you, you come to me as a person that can post on a consistent basis for like a week for like two months, but you like, you're consistent. You hit every post. Yeah. Don't worry about the likes. Don't worry about, I promise you'll be amazed on what happens 
One video and like social media, you see like one video can hit, you can gain thousands of followers in just one, one post. But I would just say, yeah. um, Like, okay. If like, if someone Bolivian's asking me, I know for me, I don't see too many, you know, Latino like content creators that maybe like do food. Right. And especially like who are just like Spanish speakers in general. But I would just say like, just do it. Like it's so hard. Like anyone who like talks to me is like, yeah, I've been thinking. I just like, please, I just like beg them, please do it. There's so many people I know who are yeah. so funny, so creative, so, so, so talented, talented, but yeah. they're just like holding back. And I'm just like, please just like start. You'll always have my support. Thank you for telling me. Number one thing is just be creative. Especially if it's something that you love doing, it'll become so easy for you. Especially when you throw away all the other stuff that really doesn't matter, like the likes and follows, especially when you're starting. How many people go become famous after one video? Right. After just starting. And so my advice is just to just to start. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, it's like obviously different, like if the person's right here with me. But I mean, I, I honestly get it because I was there at one point too. Same. But once I started, God, I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. And then the cool thing about it too which maybe like if there's no one there that is maybe like like you doing it already, you'll find people in that circle. You'll in that find group. your community. You'll find the community. Yep. And that's like the, one of the best parts and that'll continue to push you. As yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're really, you're really right. And I do think part of social media, we see these maybe younger influencers or younger celebrities yeah. achieve so much like so quickly. <clears throat> yeah. And I would, ar- I would honestly debate and challenge that approach and say like, do do you want to, ha- to as fast as it comes, as, 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 as fast as it's going to yes, go? Yes. So I'd rather, my sister always says, like, focus on the few and God will give you many. Meaning just focus on the few videos and just being consistent. Like, that's all I care about right now is I'm posting every Monday. And what's funny is that the firsties experience, like, you guys, I don't know if my listeners know, like, you guys are watching a firstie, which is myself, having a first experience as far as being a host yeah. of a podcast. I don't have anyone in my family who, do, who like, I'm honestly doing on the job training. Like you guys are learning with me, which is awesome that you guys t- could come on this journey with me. Um, it's never going to be perfect. Um, but just being consistent is the best thing out there. And I've also been guilty of like in some days, times of my life, because there's my personal life and work and just life happens that you're not as consistent. Yeah. Um, but if you're really, really passionate about it, um, it's gonna, it's going to give you results, especially when that one uh, community finds you yes. and they're able to binge all, you know, 300 videos that you have or a hundred videos that you have, um, then you have that supporter for like a lifetime. So like, I completely agree. Consistency is key. I know that sounds super annoying. It's like, well, duh, but like really, really consistency is key. I think I saw, saw a video where you're familiar with Mr. Beast. Yes. He said like, that's the number one thing people ask him. Cause he's obviously like Mr. YouTube. And yeah. they're like, what should I do? Like, I, I am thinking about getting started, which is what you mentioned yeah. earlier. And he said like, I don't even want to talk to you until you have a hundred views out yeah. from there. We could then talk about maybe starting a YouTube channel. He's like that. I don't even want, you have 10 views. That's nothing. So you have to put your time in and your craft. Cause there's no way that you could do something consistently. It's like a uh, Malcolm Gladwell says in your outliers, like putting your 10,000 hours and then you're deemed as maybe an expert um, to then really like push the needle forward. So I definitely think like consistency and um, also honestly too, not being afraid of looking like other people seeing you try. I think that's one thing that people yes. are very like yes. hesitant for. They just want to be perfect and they want to be like the best out front. But it's okay to look like you're trying. Like, cause or, yeah. the right people are going to support you and the people who don't, you don't want them around and you. Most of the time, all those people who are like that, 
most likely are like just like want to do what you're doing in but some form or fashion. Yeah, yes, or they're just like, dang, like, I, man, I how did you have you, the balls yes. to do that? Exactly. That's exactly right. And I think something as for us, I feel like we've been privileged to see worth ethic yield success, which is our family and our mothers and our parents and our fathers. And so seeing that, I'm like, my mom busted her butt and got us to where we are. I have no excuse. Yeah. Um, don't, she didn't feel embarrassed or anything when she was trying to figure out how to be an entrepreneur at a young age with, yeah. by the way, no, like I have a master's in media and I'm do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're about to um, embark in that journey as yeah. well. Yeah. So we really have no excuse, which I know puts like pressure on us, but I think we're destined for greatness because yeah. our, our parents told us we were, yes. you know what I mean? Like they, they spoke that into our lives. Yes. So I'm really excited to see specifically for you, like what your journey is. And I'm excited to like follow you on your, <laughs> on your journey. Same with you. Yeah. And can I just say that this yeah. is like super impressive, just like everything, like the setup oh, and everything. Cause very sweet. I have my own podcast as well. Yeah. As you stated, but like I have a team like that does that. Like I just like walk in everything's already set up. And so like the fact that this is all you, like, I want to tell you, like, it's super impressive and how everything's like, Oh, that means a lot because you're doing you. it too. So like, I, no, yeah, that means a lot. This is like, this yeah, is that's a lot of work, but I really, really appreciate it. Like she yeah. set up like the mic and everything before. Like that's honest. No, that's like things like looking back that you'll be like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was one of those things where growing up, I saw like my mom go from working, uh, may maybe not so glamorous job. It's a lot of first gen can experience that where like, my first gen friends, they went to the top schools, but okay. there's nothing wrong with this. But then in this country, being like a janitor is not the most glamorous job, even though it's hard earned work mm -hmm. and money. And, um, and, um, it's something that we're very familiar with as first gens. Cause mm -hmm. when my, when we come to this country, we don't get the most glamorous jobs, yeah. but then my, my friends are going to Harvard, but their yeah. parents are working these not so glamorous jobs to put them through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I think, I saw my parents work their asses off um, with very tough uh, situations that had happened just for us to even get a chance. So when I saw that, like, my mom did not have the ego to work this one job, like, she was like, I'm just going to grind. Mm -hmm. um, and then she worked up to being the CEO of her own companies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I saw that, oh, she she's not above wiping, you know, the bathroom floor or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Um, you mentioned earlier with social media, you want to like, you have a posting, you're like, man, I know this is going to get great views. And then it doesn't, it honestly challenges you to be a better person because your ego gets shattered. You know what I mean? Like we're putting ourselves out there. Yeah. And so there's rejection that happens with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, whether it's unkind comment or you didn't in your head, you thought that you were supposed to get this many views, which was yeah. that even mean. Right. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it challenges you to be a better person, which is another reason why I feel passionate about doing this. Cause as long as I'm able to like give back to the community and I'm not a shitty person along the way, I think I'm okay. I, yeah. I think it'd be great. Just love talking with you today and just like the theme of this show and like all the questions that you're asking. I think it's, I think it's great. I've never seen anything like it and I can just tell you have, you're great at like communication and I'm, I'm certain that you'll, you'll be good. Oh, that means a lot. Yeah, Thank no. you. I think that's a sweet note to end on. That was really yeah, sweet. Nick. Yeah, Thank you. Course, Don't yeah. make me cry. Okay. <laughs> I had a day. Okay. Um, as always guys, I'm, I'm going to put all of Nick's socials in the description. Um, so please go follow 
Um, he's up and coming. Um, I need to go to like the a million restaurants that you've reviewed, which happen to all be my city. So I'm so excited to do that. Um, so please make sure you to check him out. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for watching, supporting, liking, commenting, subscribing. Um, comment down below anything, um, any topics that you want me to talk about in the future. Um, but again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I always note um, at the end, Nick, call your parents. We had a good conversation about our love for our moms yeah. and our parents. Call your parents. They're only here for a certain amount of time. So answer those, those texts, those emails. Um, please do give the flowers to your loved ones while they're here. Life is short. So please do that. Yep. Um, and we'll see you in our, I'll see you in our next episode. Take care guys. Bye. Cheers.